Welcome to the University of North Georgia Nighthawk Athletics Hawk Talk radio show and podcast series. Hawk Talk is an effort to bring the message of the Nighthawk Nation directly to the North Georgia community. The show is carried each week on the flagship radio station of UNG Athletics, 97.5 Glory FM, and it's archived on the podcast page at ungathletics.com. Presented by the official health care partner of North Georgia Athletics, Northeast Georgia Health System, the Hawk Talk Initiative aims to provide weekly in-depth feature content, highlighting the stories behind North Georgia Athletics. Welcome to Hawk Talk, the weekly episodic radio show and podcast series for North Georgia Athletics. Walker McCrary for the Nighthawk Sports Network inside the Hawk Talk recording studio with a, another great episode here as we continue through the fall 2020 semester and pleased to be joined by North Georgia's Director of Athletics, Lindsay Reeves. Ms. Reeves, thanks for uh, taking some time out of your very busy schedule to uh, talk about what we've got going here so far in the fall semester. Yeah, thanks, Walker. Pleasure to be here. Really excited to talk ab- with you about this fall and all the great things that have happened. As, and a lot's happened, and uh, we'll talk. A, we'll talk about the highlights here in a minute, but I know the Biggest question that the entire Nighthawk Nation has been asking is when are game schedules going to be happened? And uh, I'll let you, you know, talk in just a minute. But, you know, we're just kind of waiting on the Peach Belt Conference and the NCAA for guidance on the rest of everything with uh, COVID-19 protocols and all of that. And I know it's frustrating for you as well as as well as the Nighthawk Nation. But uh, the one thing that we want to say is it's coming. We're just kind of waiting on that direction. And be patient. It's coming. (laughs) And be patient, please. Uh, We are losing our patience here at North Georgia, just like everybody else is around the country. Just, you know, we have to let the the healthcare officials just iron out all the little logistics that go (laughs) on with game day operations and, Mm -hmm. and schedules and just mitigating any kind of spread of the disease as much as possible so we have to be patient and i we're frustrated as well just because we want the answers Mm -hmm. we want to get going we want to play you know we all want to be there and we all want to play but uh, realizing that they're doing the best they can and the nca is pushing 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 to get all those answers out to us and they are coming and we are seeing them come as october into Mm -hmm. november is coming along so um, within the next few weeks, we should have a basketball schedule ready to go and ready to share with with all of our fans. And the light at the end of the tunnel in terms of that, the Peach Belt came out and said that the schedule, the conference schedule begins in January, so it is coming. Um, and like you said, the schedule uh, to be released soon whenever we get that from the Peach Belt. Yeah, hopefully, um, of course, like you said, there's going to be a 16-game conference Mm -hmm. schedule in January. Uh, The Peach Belt is, the presidents have given the autonomy to the institutions to to get another six games to to get to the max of 22, if at all possible. And so our institution with our president and our administration is fully engaged in helping (laughs) us to do that. Um, Very, very supportive of the men's and women's teams playing if they can and if it works. And so the coaches are diligently right now working to try to find some games to fill in those non-conference six games that were allotted. And that would happen, have to happen before Mm -hmm. the January conference schedule, just because when that happens, it's a short period of time and there won't be any wiggle room. Exactly. But uh, 
amidst all of that and, you know, having to move soccer to the spring semester with everything going on, we've had some great highlights throughout this fall semester with golf, cross country, and uh, the tennis programs going on, and and rifle as well. I want to get your thoughts on uh, how they've been doing, uh, starting with the women's golf team. They finished first and second this semester in both of their events. They won the regional preview, finished second uh, in the Leanne Noble Memorial with Megan Sable, Maddie Ananthazan, and the entire team that Coach Campbell's put together for this season, they are continuing to break records as we saw last year. Yeah, Walker, I was going to say breaking all (laughs) sorts of records, smashing all records, and only great things to come. (laughs) It's been a really exciting fall for the women's golf team, and I can't wait for the spring (laughs) because we are going to see great things from that program for sure. Um, Sierra Campbell, our head coach, is just, uh, as you know, was coach of the year last mm-hmm. year and is just shattering all records and bringing great things. The men's golf team, uh, in addition to hugely competitive fields that they were in, uh, in the Camden Invitational, and then in hosting uh, the Fall Invitational last week uh, at Chattahoochee, and we saw Bryson Worley's team finish fourth in a field of Uh, what normally would be if we had national rankings right now probably a fully top 25 field yeah absolutely and again breaking records too Mm -hmm. as well really proud of the men Um, bryson is is brought that program up in the last three or four years Mm -hmm. and again developing that every year and we are going to see great things from that team as well in the spring absolutely cross-country team getting ready to now host their third meet of the year hosting the only Peach Belt Conference Championship of the fall semester uh, on November 14th. Three runner-up finishes under new head coach Chris England and uh, this team continuing to get better and better and uh, we saw them really compete with Anderson in the first home meet and Flagler uh, just this past weekend. Two teams that are always in the mix for a uh, national championship spot. We are making those two teams very <laughs> nervous, Walker, very nervous. We are right on the heel, heels, uh-huh. literally and figuratively, <laughs> yes. um, to both of those teams. And I think Chris is just doing exactly what he wants and getting mm-hmm. them ready for the Peach Belt Conference tournament in two weeks and to have them primed and at their peak shape for that meet. Mm-hmm. And so really proud of the girls and um, what they're doing and of Chris England and how he's taken a team that he didn't know any of the girls mm-hmm. when he walked in the door and and they have really um, all gelled together and are doing great things and more records being broken. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, Sydney Bullyard, yeah. the freshman uh, named Chick-fil-A Night Hawk of the Week uh, this week, 10th best 5K time in program history. Uh, this past weekend and you know I'm sure that coach England is thrilled to have her on the team given that she's just a freshman (laughs) Uh, men's and women's tennis teams they uh, have completed their fall semester play they went off to ITA regionals they were the first ones to get started when October 1st rolled around and uh, the men with a very good performance up there as well, uh, but highlighted really by Vashali George and Claudel Labonte Frey uh, winning the doubles championship in that regional and uh, just continuing the success that the tennis teams have seen when going off to those ITA regionals and bringing back home some hardware. Yeah, uh, you know, again, Walker, those the men's and women's tennis teams have, uh, as you know, have just been unbelievable mm-hmm. in the last couple of years rated in the top 10 last year mm-hmm. both teams mm-hmm. you know finishing in the f- in the spring when the season mm-hmm. was cut short and they're just priming they're just getting prime for the spring of this year and 
I think that, um, again, we're going to see them right there, if not even higher, mm -hmm. in the spring. And so just using that, even I watched them both in their competitions last weekend, and mm -hmm. just they're using this just as a warm-up. <laughs> they really are. Hosting the uh, men's uh, fall invitational uh, for the first time at Yahula Creek Park, and then the women going off to Bernal. Uh, and again, very good performances there. Speaking with Director of Athletics Lindsey Reeves, the rifle team, they're currently ranked number 20 uh, just a couple weeks back. They were number 17 in the nation, tying the program best record and uh, looking to get back on top in the SOCON uh, championship in March after finishing runner up two years in a row. and. Coach Kostecki, Tori Kostecki's had some really good outings so far as they're 2-1 and one on the season, getting ready to take on uh, the Citadel in a couple of weeks. Yeah, and she's really excited about the <laughs> Citadel, that's for sure. Um, ma making sure that she's going to bring home a W on that <laughs> one. For she, she said that even, you know, I said, what happened the other week? And she said, oh, we just didn't play, we just didn't shoot well. And I said, you shot, that was great. <laughs> if I looked back three or four years ago, I would have said that's the best ever. And she goes, yeah, well, that's not our expectations <laughs> anymore. It's just, again, uh, very evident that Coach Kostecki and her, and her team are looking for bigger and better things. Also that weekend, uh, after taking on the Citadel, the rifle team will uh, go for their eighth straight Georgia State Championship against Georgia Southern and Georgia Military. Uh, two other highlights so far in the fall semester. I'm sure many more will come. Um, and this one, a very cool one, uh, Zach Brown, uh, the Peach Belt Conference's appointee to the D2 National SAC, being the third North Georgia athlete to be on that platform and not just represent the Peach Belt, but also North Georgia at the national level. Very exciting. Very exciting. Uh, very close to my heart, being on management council for the NCA and working very closely as their advisor to National SAC. I know what a quality opportunity and experience, leadership experience this is going to be for anybody who serves on that National SAC. It's a three-year commitment, and <laughs> Zach is going to be a wonderful representative, as you said, not only for the Peach Belt, but for North Georgia Athletics and the men's basketball team as well, and will come back with so, so many great leadership qualities and things to bring back to this university and quite an honor i don't think there's been three athletes from one institution that have served mm -hmm. on national sac in tw in the in a 12-year span so quite an honor for for north georgia but also a testament to our coaches and to our student <laughs> athletes that the quality of student athletes that we he have here at north georgia and uh, another testament to uh, the athletic department, the coaches, the student athletes, and really the whole Nighthawk Nation. And one of the things that, you know, I think is one of the coolest things that uh, we're a part of here at North Georgia is the Make-A-Wish initiative that we help with Division Two and North Georgia leading the nation in money raised amidst a global pandemic, raising over four, or nearly $14,000 uh, for Make-A-Wish, earning another opportunity to grant a wish. And uh, I think that it just shows the amazingness of the Nighthawk Nation to be able to raise that much amount of money when the entire world seemed to just shut down. Yeah, as you know, Walker, Make-A-Wish <laughs> is probably my uh, dear and, uh, to my heart mm -hmm. and very um, special for me. Um, I think that goes way back to when we had an international tennis player back 10 years ago, actually, mm -hmm. who said, you know, we're raising, or even 11 years ago, I think, and said, we're raising money for this Make-A-Wish. What, what is this Make-A-Wish? And what does it do for children? And just allowing the, a child to come on our campus and have a reveal, and then those student athletes understanding what they have been given mm -hmm. to raise that money to have a child get their wish 
changed their whole perspective because it brought it home to, wow, we are so privileged and so lucky. And if we can do anything to give back to the local children and the children of, in the North Georgia region so that they can have, you know, the wish of their dreams, we're going to do it. And just a testament again, like you said, we're in the midst uh, of a COVID pandemic and they're like, we usually have a Make-A-Wish walk in April. We can't do it. Oh, yes, we can. We'll do a virtual walk. And 18 countries from around the world plus 48 yeah. states were involved in that virtual yeah. walk and, and allowed us to raise that enough money to grant another wish, which we will be hopefully having that reveal in the next two or three weeks. Wow. Um, to a local child in Gainesville as well, and so proud and so happy to do that. And such a testament to our athletes that they w are committed to this. One final question before uh, we let you get back to your super busy schedule that I know that uh, uh, taking a lot out of your time by being here, and I'm super thankful for that. Talk about how this department and the student athletes and the staff have remained as the hashtag that we've uh, kind of pushed on social media, how we've been able to stay Nighthawk strong and continue to look forward as opposed to uh, being in the uh, – area where COVID-19 has taken over our lives, we're looking ahead to what we're knowing is going to be an outstanding uh, academic year for our student athletes and staff. I, I, I give that to, to our administrative staff and our coaches. I, um, very positive, very optimistic. We're always looking for ways to make things happen. Mm -hmm. We're never willing, willing to settle. We're never willing to sit down or roll over or whatever, however you want to to use that analogy, we're always wanting to be on top. We're always wanting to give that quality experience for our student athletes, always saying we'll do whatever it takes to get done. That's from you and external ops and the work that you do. It's from promotions. It's from our graduate assistants. It's from everybody, all our coaches, everybody um, working together as a team. And that's what I, you know, I, I'm probably most proud of is that we're a team together <laughs> and we're always here to support each other and we're here to serve our student athletes and make them have the most quality experience and nothing really is going to get in our way because we're going to find a way to get around it. Well, Ms. Reeves, I greatly appreciate the time. I look forward to uh, catching up again, hopefully in the very near future as we uh, start to put a bow on this fall semester and look ahead to what's going to be probably the best uh, spring semester in North Georgia athletics history in terms of everything going on. It's going to be <laughs> packed. It's going to be packed and it is going to be exciting. That is for sure. That is for sure. I think that uh, we're only looking for the best and the brightest. I think this year is the year for us. And I can tell you those student athletes are hungry. They are hungry. <laughs> uh, and that, that, that's not just to the student-athletes. That's to the fan inside of me as well, getting ready to see our student-athletes out there. Again, thank you for your time, and uh, uh, look forward to catching up in the very near future. Thanks, Walker. Appreciate it. Stay tuned. More Hawk Talk right after this. If you missed any of today's show, you can download the podcast from ungathletics.com forward slash Hawk Talk. You can also rate, subscribe, and review on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or Spotify as we welcome you back into Hawk Talk as we continue through the fall 2020 semester. And again, a big thanks to Director of Athletics, Lindsay Reeves, for joining in uh, on this episode 
of Hawk Talk. And uh, on this last segment of the show, we want to look back to what happened this past weekend with the cross-country team and uh, a little bit more about the Peach Belt Conference uh, schedule that will happen in basketball. Uh, but first, we'll start with cross-country at a second-place finish, as we mentioned earlier, with Ms. Reeves with Sydney Bullyard. Uh, being the lead Nighthawk, running an 18-28 5K, a collegiate best, and uh, fourth place in the individual race, um, tenth best 5K time in program history. Uh, congratulations goes out to her. Carmen Leroy in sixth, Claire Mills in eighth, Mariah Millsap in tenth. So four top ten runners for North Georgia at the UNG cross-country course for a second straight meet as North Georgia uh, getting ready to host that Peach Belt Conference Championship in two weeks' time, October or November, excuse me, 14th, at the UNG cross-country course. That'll be a 10.30 a.m. Uh, start. No spectators allowed per Peach Belt Conference policy, but the PBC Network will be carrying that race for fans to watch from around the Peach Belt Conference and anywhere in the nation. As uh, we continue on looking at uh, another highlight that we mentioned with Ms. Reeves, North Georgia topping Division II's Make-A-Wish donor list for the fifth straight year, generating nearly $14,000 for Make-A-Wish in the 1920 year. And amidst a global pandemic, of course, as we mentioned earlier, uh, granting more money than anybody else in the nation uh, with the Make-A-Wish virtual walk and all the other fundraising efforts that the Student Athlete Advisory Committee puts on here at North Georgia. Uh, Peach Belt Conference as a whole, second most by a conference in the nation, trailing only the Pennsylvania State Athletic Conference, uh, who donated the sixth, uh, or the most money for the sixth straight year in the nation. The Peach Belt Conference also last week uh, announcing a 16-game conference schedule will start in January of 2021. And as Ms. Reeves said, uh, Peach Belt teams will have the autonomy, uh, the institutional autonomy to schedule up to the maximum 22. That's six additional games that they can schedule if they desire. Uh, but, of course, that's institutional autonomy and the uh, conference office working on the schedule as we speak, hopefully coming out, as Ms. Reeves said, in the next couple of weeks um, with all of the protocols and uh, safety measures being put in place to make sure that a basketball season can happen in the Peach Belt Conference. Of course, as we also mentioned, the men's golf team uh, beating the 54-hole scoring record, finishing in a tie for fourth at the UNG Fall Invitational last week. Um, Grant Crowell, um, his first top 10 finish in his collegiate career um, to lead North Georgia uh, in that tournament. Of course, USC Aiken winning the tournament title, running away with it in the final five or six holes a 27-under for the tournament. They shot 15-under in the final round to break the UNG Fall Invitational tournament record. Nothing coming up this week on North Georgia Athletics' schedule, but it all picks up again in a weekend's time 
and we'll get into that on next week's edition of Hawk Talk. Be sure to like, comment, subscribe, rate, and review wherever you listen to your podcasts, and be sure to continue to follow North Georgia Athletics on all the social medias. Next week, we will get into what's coming up in a jam-packed weekend of North Georgia Athletics with rifle and cross-country going at it. Of course, we'll also have more stories behind the Nighthawk Nation. For the Nighthawk Sports Network, I'm Walker McCreary. This has been Hawk Talk. If you missed any of today's show, download the podcast from ungathletics.com or subscribe to Hawk Talk online wherever you listen to your podcasts. Join us next week on the flagship radio station of North Georgia Athletics, 97.5 Glory FM, for the next edition of Hawk Talk, presented by Northeast Georgia Health System. For more information on the Nighthawks, visit the official home of UNG Athletics at ungathletics.com.